Disruptive CEO Nation is the place where young entrepreneurs and company founders tell it like it is when it comes to their journey, vision, technology, culture, and whatever they feel like. Your host, Allison K. Summers, believes how you choose to play the world is completely up to you, and her guests prove it. Now let's get disruptive. Hi, everyone. This is Allison Kay, and I am excited today because one of my favorite topics is about how we can network for success and how we really need to be in the business of creating opportunities, whether as an individual or as an entrepreneur or company founder. So without any further ado, I'd love to introduce our guest today, which is Kurt. So Kurt, tell everybody about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so thank you for having me. I appreciate you inviting me. Um, I'm Kurt Phelps. I'm the CEO and founder of Fellow. Uh, we are a software as a service platform and you know, focusing very heavily on the business development side of you know, our networks. Um, we all have a lot of connections. We all have a lot of contacts through the years, but we have yet to use them. So uh, many years ago, I, I, came, I started to evolve and, uh, and, and advise and coach on how to utilize networks better. And it just, the struggle I had was technology wasn't helping me. So I started to build my own platform and it went so well that uh, we launched it externally. And here we go, we have Fellow. So it's been a lot of fun to launch it and help people with their, uh, with their networks. So tell our listeners how you spell Fellow so that they can find you. So first off, I'll give you where it came from which is a fun, funny story. So fellow is P-H-E-L-L-O. So it comes from three things. It's the process I created for my personal brand and the way I communicate with my network. So it's all here because of my process. So my name's in it. I own a very successful high-tech recruiting firm. And in the technology world, fellows are leaders. So fellow is in there. And then the third thing is, I stress very heavily when I, when I advise and coach that when we're dealing with people that we already have met and know, we don't need to sell them. We don't need to pitch or sell anything. We just need to reach out to them and say, hello, there you go. And you have fellow. Fantastic. Um, so as you mentioned, you have been a, you, you founded a company quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about your, your founder's journey with that. Um, sure. So I graduated as a mechanical engineer. Um, and my first job was in that typical corporate world, right? You, you become a part of this, what we call rotational program and was a mechanic or machine design engineer in a big billion dollar company. And to be honest with you, about a year and a half in it, I, I kind of got bored. The engineering world just was slow pace. It wasn't, I just felt like I it wasn't the speed I wanted. And Thankfully, I became an expert, and in, in back in the mid-90s, this 3D solid modeling technology became very um, exciting, and so the company that built the 3D solid modeling tool hired me to get into become a sales application engineer, right? So I finally got to be on an engineer, but on the sales side, and I get to go on all these wonderful companies and, and help them build their products with the software, and then, again, I got the bug again a year and a half later where, all right, my sales guys are making twice the money I'm making, you know, I... I could make a lot more money even though I'm giving a four hour demo and they're giving 15 minute demos. So one of the sales uh, guys, best friend owned an engineering recruiting firm and, and uh, my parents were having a fit that I would graduate as an engineer and I'm going to suddenly be an engineering (laughs) recruiter. 
And uh, I sat down with them and I thought it was great. I mean, I got to work with all these companies around the world and, and, and recruit engineers and just see more things that I could ever see. I had unlimited, uh, uh, no cap on income. So I went from making a, actually a lot of money compared to all my mechanical engineering friends I graduated with. I was making twice what they were making. And suddenly I decided to become an engineering recruiter at 100% commission, right? And uh, well, within a year and a half, I became the most successful recruiter in the company. So I decided a year and a half later to jump out and start my own firm with a partner of mine. And that was in year 2000. So that was the year before the big bust. Oh, great time to go out on your own. <laughs> oh, so it was brutal. But, you know, it taught us a lot. You know, I, I think, um, you know, one of the great companies that I had a relationship with, I remember when I was with my recruiting firm before I started my own, uh, the owner said, you know, no one's ever been able to get into Dell. And, you know, back then that was when they were doing really well. And I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I called this guy in Dell and, and he brutally beat me up. I mean, he was, he beat me up like he can't possibly believe it. And I wouldn't give up. I just kept going. So finally he kind of just gave up and said, fine, go find me a BIOS engineer, which is the most difficult role you could ever put somebody on. And within two weeks I went and found him one. And then I spent the rest of my career with him talking about his tomato plants. You know, we became the closest of close and Dell became one of my biggest clients. And to be fair, it got me through the recession because they were doing really, really well back in the 2001 timeframe, even though everybody was struggling. So we started out of my basement, um, the two of us. And, uh, you know, back then it was just roll up your sleeves yeah. and do whatever you could. So let's fast forward. So you, you started one company, um, roll up your sleeves and, um, and, and Kurt, I can hear loud and clearly you're such a people person and very, very driven. Um, so fast forward, you shared with us how you, what your philosophy is around, um, Philo, but how was it different to get this company up and off the ground from like idea and concept to saying, you know, people need this. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about that founder story. It was funny, the CR, so I hired some CRM guys to build the platform. And uh, they're like, Kurt, you've done everything backwards. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, in the software world, it seems like most people come up with ideas, they build it, and then they figure out a marketplace to sell it to. Well, you spent the last 15 years advising to executives all over the world. Because as you can imagine, in my world, everybody wants to, to understand how to find a job. What's the best way to find a job? What's the best way to find an advisor or a board role? Well, your network. I, mean, I hate to say it. It's your network. I mean, I, there's, I'm not going to send you to a job board. I'm not going to have you call recruiters that you've never met. It's going to be your network. You got a 25 or 30 year career. It's your network. The problem is when I ask the individual, how many people in your professional network have you reached out to on a yearly basis? It's less than 20. Right? So we got a problem here. If you were a VP of sales, you would have fired yourself. Right? So it started with just the evolution of, I have a large network, how do I stay connected with them? And it started to evolve to educating the executive on how I do it. And it started to, in the pro, you know, as I started to evolve with that advice, we started to talk about technology in different ways. The problem is I was piece puzzling things. Of course, LinkedIn wasn't solving the issue for me. Um, so that's when in 2015, I started to build a platform internally that would help support the execution of, all right, you have all these contacts, let's get them organized and let's build a process to better communicate with them. So the platform not only provided, you know, kind of the digital platform, but it also gave me a stage to give the advice 
you know, too. And that's the problem that we find in the CRM world today is that, like, for example, Salesforce, which is the most common CRM tool out there in the enterprise world. Well, your company buys the CRM, but, but Salesforce doesn't strategize with you on how to now build a business development strategy. It's up to you. And that's the struggle in the CRM market today is there's not a strategy behind that. We don't end up doing that. And now that we're in a world that has 250 million profiles in LinkedIn, you can't be found anymore. You know, you have to create a business development strategy. So that's where Fellow evolved into. It's a mixture, a little bit of the execution of how I stay connected with my network because I struggled with the CRM world of automation. I had to build my own, but also through the advice of executives around the world because I've had to coach and advise people in their careers. You know, and Kurt, yeah, couldn't agree with you more in, in in my book, Connect to Influence, I, I talk about that it's, it's not only who you know and what you know. I often say it's who's going to find you at their point of need. And, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Um, well, top of mind, right? That's yeah. always the key phrase is top. How do we create top of mind? And, you know, today in the world of the digital, I just, I just believe, you know, that we've, the, grew, the world grew so fast, you couldn't keep up with it. And now it's too big and not manageable we almost have to reel ourselves in a little bit and get organized. And, and we've kind of jumped on the bandwagon of connections in LinkedIn, not realizing that I don't really know any of these people. So <laughs> you know? a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs or they're, um, you know, people who are entrepreneurs, like really moving ahead in their careers. But for our entrepreneurs, um, have you seen successful uh, cases where people who are company founders and getting started and, and really leveraging your, your platform um, yeah, I mean, you know, I have, to be honest with you, I have one of our members is in her mid-70s, <laughs> right? And, and she's been a very successful executive for a long time, but, you know, she finally organized her network of all these years and started communicating. The thing that was wonderful about, you know, the process is that um, a lot of people wanted her advice, right? And so now she has her own company as a result of that. You know, I tell people we, the world is so big. And it's tough to, to look inward out because there's a lot of directions to go. It's tough to manage it. It's, it's after a 20, 25, 30 year career or wherever you are in your entrepreneur, you need to look outward in. What I mean by that is my network is so big and strong today. I let my network drive the, where I go. And guess what? Fellows here because I listened, right? I, I used my network to drive my entrepreneurship side and, and fellows here because of it, right? And that's the key today is, you know, as a young person, it's a little different, but as you progress in your career, your network should be growing, right? Which means you're now collaborating with more people. And if you listen, that network will drive your entrepreneur spirit and create opportunities for yourself, you know? Fantastic. So let's talk, let's go a little operational. Um, you've, you've got, we talk with a lot of entrepreneurs who are building technology products. So explain your team to us. What's your, what's your structure? Um, because I think when we've talked before, I mean, it's not like you have this direct full-time staff sitting in, yes. in your office. How do you, how do you get your business to market? So, so basically we have four components to the platform and it's, remember this is all revolved around how do I build better relationships with my, with my network. So one is I feel where I've had a corporate website like GNR, but I've, but I've always had a personal one too, right? Cause I believe that the connection personal is important. It's not just the corporate side. So as an entrepreneur, I've always had a personal one too. So within the fellow platform now, you have a personal professional website now. 
and, and, and it'll evolve to not only talk about, you know, the wonderful roles and companies you work with, but it's going to bring out the personal side too, because the connection's important on that. So number one, you're going to have that. So we have a team that will support that, right? Not only we have videos that advise you on what to put in there, but we have a team here to critique it, right? Because we need to be critiqued. I have, I have too many executives that have gone out and tried to build something and no one critiqued it or they get, get any advice on it, or guess what? A year down the road, it never changed. Right. So we have a supportive team that supports on that end from a digital presence, which is important. Right. I'm a big believer that with, you know, if you can imagine 20 years ago, it was business cards and online, you know, it was paper copy of resumes or whatever. Last 20 years, we've gone to online profiles and resumes and email signatures. The problem is none of us look human. We need to humanize ourselves next. Right. So that's why I think personal professional websites are really important as we move into the next phase. If we're going to build, you and I are going to build a better relationship. You need to have a place digitally to come to get to know me a little bit better personally, or our relationship won't grow. So that's number one. Number two is I'm a big believer that the CRM world is coming to your career next because we all have the connections, right? It's a billion dollar industry in the business world. It's now coming to your career next. We're, we're building the new acronym called professional relationship manager. So we have technology to help organize, but we also have a team here that's going to be advising you on how to organize. Right? Because it's not just providing you the digital platform, but it's providing you constant advice and evolving on how you organize. So you can see where we're going here, right? It's not just about the digital platform. It's about providing the advice and the coaching to be successful at the organization of your context. And that's going to be a big part of our structure of our company is providing that advice too. So right? Kurt, do you have, um, are your uh, people that are doing the technical, your programmers, your, your software developers, are those freelancers that, or, or outsourced companies? How do you, how do you maintain those, the technical side? Yeah, well, those people today, I've hired them from other CRMs. They're, they're, they, they've been consulting and building the platform on the side. But, but they will, to be honest, between me and you, they're going to eventually be a part of Fellow. <laughs> well, and, and when you talk about being a part of Fellow, I know that, that you said that if you're going to work for Fellow, you are going to be a Fellow member and experience it. So, yeah. so tell us what the culture is like if I were to come work at Fellow. Yeah, so I think, you know, it's, as we all know, we haven't done a good job with this. So it's pretty, you know, you know it's pretty uh, unique situation that you're, your CEO or your boss is demanding you to, to, to communicate with your network. I mean, that's just, I've had a couple of wonderful CEOs that were very proactive with that. They felt that you not only need to be validating what you're at, but you also, you always need to be pushing yourself to progressing in your career. And those CEOs felt that if they challenge their employees to do that, that they're going to stay because that's something that's, that's really positive. So I think that's a, a culture that is important for us in here is that, we need to bring it out of the closet that everybody talks about how important their network is, but no one actually really wants to talk about it and not realizing that if we talk about it and it is a company and, and we promote it, you're going to have, you're going to create happy employees. And if somebody ends up finding a job that gets promoted, be positive for that person because you want that person to keep progressing in their career and being successful. So I think it's created a, a, an unusual dynamic culture in the organization where it's an open conversation about, making sure that you're being proactive outside of fellow about your network and staying organized and communicating and learning from how it is to, to stay connected and how can you get involved outside of fellow. I just think it's something we've kind of kept in the closet. We all talk about it. We all know it's important, but when it comes inside of your company, no one wants to talk about it, you know, 
because everybody's afraid someone's going to leave. <laughs> yeah, you know? well, I always say I always encourage my my teams to get out and network, and because you can't get smarter within the four walls. So if your team's getting out and and networking, um, then they're going to bring hopefully innovation and intelligence back inside. Well, you would um, hope, right? And I think yeah. they, you know, partnerships and and uh, new new ideas. You know, one of the things I promote very heavily in the especially in the executive world, which is a big struggle, is you know, 95% of the executive world has really never been on a board of a company. And I try to promote that very heavily. Now, there's a reason why, because they're only communicating with less than 20 people in the network. But you got to realize that you're missing out on so many wonderful things out there in the world by being involved in other companies, not only for you personally, but those ideas can be brought back to the company you're working today to make you better, right? All you know is your company, and that's it. Get yourself yeah. involved and engage in other companies. Your, your role is going to expand, and you're going to be better at what you do. So, and again, this all comes back to networking, right? Network, network, network. Yeah. So as a company founder, company owner, what we like at Disruptive CEO Nation is we like failure stories. We like naked lessons. I always say you're no one until you've made your first $10,000 mistake. Um, any, any good stories or advice that you would have for our listeners? Well, I, I, you know, if, in my world, you know, most recruiting firms are small shops, right? They're one or two person shops. And, you know, I, I was much more of an innovative type of thinker and thinking that GNR was a company. So I hate to say that um, I made a million mistakes. I mean, a gazillion of them. I mean, more than you can ever possibly think of. But you have to make those mistakes to figure out what's right or wrong. You know, I try to do the same thing with my employees. It's okay to make mistakes and what do we learn from it? But you know, I, I think, um, you know, my, I've had too many to even come up with so many, but, but it was because I wanted to be different. And, and I had a vision on, you know, wanting to grow and being innovative. And to be fair and honest, you know, fellow is here because of it. I mean, it literally is here because you know, I pushed myself in making a million mistakes on wanting to be different. You know, and, and I think that's the key that I would stress to everybody is, you know, status quo isn't, is not good. You know, you know, you know, so it's, I don't know if you've, I've kind of got this thing in my head lately with, with talking to some folks about that crocodile brain, right? Where you have this thing that's set in your ways. And it's the hardest thing to get out of your own way. And, and I think um, even in the recruiting world, as I talk to many presidents, it's, it's, it's a struggle to get out of your own way and you have to be willing to, to take chances and, you know, fellow is a, is a big chance. It's a big, it's a whole new world. I'm, I'm software now. You know, I've been in recruiting for a long time. It's a, it's a whole other world that I'm experiencing. It's scary. Uh, my family's scared. My wife is scared. Everybody's scared. Um, but I think if you work really hard and, and you surround yourself with the right people and, um, you know, I think um, you're willing to make mistakes. I think, you know, you're, you're going to be successful at the end. Well, some of the best innovation comes out of heartache and pain, doesn't it? Yeah, um, well, I've had a lot of it. <laughs> so if you're talking about, um, you know, this, this big idea, and, and I'm so grateful to interview you and share the word about Fellow, um, but if we came back and visited you again in a couple of years, um, mm. what's your aspirations? What do you hope the story is for us next time we talk? I mean, this is so out there. We like out there. Okay. I just want, I want to change the world. I want to change, you know, I, I want to turn around. And when I talk to a hundred people, 
I don't want it to be 2% that has their contacts organized and communicating with their network and it becomes a part of their, you know, I want that to be flipped. I want it to be 98 people that are now organizing their contacts and making network important. I want to get us out of this mindset of waiting for people to find me. You know, I, I want, we have all these contacts now. I, I want, I, I'd love to be the pioneer of two things. One is people are finally going to be networking with all the contacts they have. That's number one. And then the number two is um, within the platform, you know, I want to be the first platform in the world that educates along with providing the digital tool. Like when you go into fellow today, for example, you know, there's videos all throughout. So you open up a window, there's a video that educates you on, on how to utilize that window and, and what to use that window and what to do in there. I mean, today we've just got all these knowledge bases and you got to go do some Google search and a knowledge base to figure out what you want. No, no. I want education to be a part of the platform, the experience that you're in, no matter where you are in the platform. Right. And that's just not something that we have quite yet. And that was something that I wanted people to, to feel comfortable that when you're in the platform, you're constantly being educated no matter where you are in the platform. And it's not a robot. No, it's me. It's us sitting there talking to you. You feel like somebody is there talking to you and educating you on what to do and what to think and how to think in this process. So, you know, the, the platform has become a little bit more human um, instead of robotic. Well, I think you're um, in a great place at a great time. I think, um, you know, I, I was an early adapter for LinkedIn and I, I use it, but sometimes I'm like, how can I be using this, this better? Um, we talked about um, prior to the call a little bit about, you know, being aware of who owns what software platforms and what those agendas are. Mm. Um, and so it's nice to see you bringing something that, that's independent minded um, that's kind of back thinking about the person who's using it versus trying to upsell me everything all the all the time. Um, so We've lost that a little bit in today's world because everything we jumped on the free bandwagon, you know, and that's what you get for the free bandwagon. You know, now we have to start investing in ourselves, not just time, but money and, you know, technology and all of it. Yeah, absolutely. So, Kurt, I'm, I'm going to ask you, how do you keep um, as we close? How do you keep? balanced you like to do a whole lot you're running two companies you have family you have friends and yet you're out there connecting with your network all the time what is your zen moment what keeps you calm yeah um i, I, I think i'm a little bit fortunate it's my my personality a little bit i i think that i i have a tendency to multitask very well so I think I'm good at that, which helps in this process. If you're not a multitasker, you're going to struggle a little bit <laughs> with having so much going on. But, um, you know, I, I, my wife always tells me that I wouldn't be any other way. I mean, I just, there's just no way that I'd be just sitting around. So I think it's just, it's who I am. It, I enjoy it. I like to be doing a lot of different things. Um, you know, I like to be involved, my hands on a lot of different things. So I, I just think it's my DNA to, to, to I enjoy this you know, being involved in a lot of things, so new challenges. So I don't think there's really anything that, you know, I do uniquely. I just think it's in kind of in my DNA. I, I think all my friends and family would, are not surprised, um, you know, that this, I'm all, I always have so much going on. It's just who I am. <laughs> well, it's been, it's been wonderful speaking with you. And um, tell our listeners if they want to reach out and connect with you or if they want to learn more about um, your platform that we've been discussing, where should they go? We'll put it in the comments as well, but for people who are just listening audio, can you tell them how to connect with you? 
Yeah, so I mean, obviously, we have um, we have a couple websites. You have you know www.hellofellow.com, um, but we also have in that new brand that we're trying to build is professionalrelationshipmanager.com. You know, we're trying to create that new acronym, right? Change the world. The CRM has been kind of an enterprise term. We're thinking about you more personally now, so we want to have the professional relationship manager. Um, my 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 website for. Um, for me is hellofellow.com slash high slash Kurt Phelps. So part of the value of the platform is everybody that joins gets a personal professional website. So you'll get an idea of what they look like. You can come look at mine. I think actually today it's our, it's our dog, Charlie, um, who unfortunately passed away this year. Uh, he was a golden retriever. So a big part part of our, a big important part of our life, right? Your, your dog. So as, as, Kurt, as, I'm going to laugh at that because I have, um, I have somebody that's told me I've got to stop putting my dog on Instagram or my kids because my Instagram is a mix of professional stuff and then my human stuff, but yeah, I like my good. human stuff. No, it's, it's really good. It, it was funny. My picture previous to, to this one was my kids and I in front of Yankee Stadium. And of course, so I get all the Yankee haters, right? Yeah, there you go. But that's okay, right? I mean, that's, that's the whole point is as I always say, first 50% of an interview is functional, second 50% is chemistry. You know, how do we build better chemistry? So, but those are probably the best ways. Um, you know, obviously, if, with my website, you can reach out to me directly. If you, if you like to chat with me or you have any questions you know, for me, feel free to reach out through my website. Well, Kurt, it, it was an absolute delight. And to our listeners, if, um, if Kurt said something that resonated with you, um, reach out and let him know. Uh, go ahead and like, comment, and share this with us. If there is an innovative company founder that you think we should be speaking to, send me a note at connect at allisonksummers.com. Thank you so much, Kurt. Until then, everybody, keep your eye on the future. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.